Hello again everybody, this is uh, Jason Powers, I'm coming to you from West Lafayette again today. This is going to be an opinion piece based upon a Mike Adams segment on InfoWars. Just calling it out for what that is. The intellectual arguments of the COVID-19 and racism are long past pointless. Convincing many will only come through the stark reality of what is a probable outcome of pushing on these two axes of attack. More to come in a prolonged episode is for your enjoyment. Sure. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States antebellum laws prior to the Civil War that led to uh, a power differential with African-Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a Civil War and Emancipation Proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. 
And I respect your service, and you and I are both Green Berets, but I want to know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Thank you, General. So there was uh, General Mark Milley, who is a traitor to the United States of America, who I will call out exactly for what he is. He's a piece of shit, and he can just stuff all that crap down his throat. Because he was, at the very end, after he pivoted uh, off white rage, he talked about the attack on the accountable, uh, the capital, which is a talking point, by the way, a huge talking point for the leftists that want to destroy the United States of America, because that's a Reichstag, too. They infiltrated that situation. They had boots on the ground uh, inside uh, from agencies, from the Ukraine, from the Proud Boys who were run by an FBI informant. Uh, there's a host of actors involved. They were priming the pump. Were there people that stepped out of line in, inside the Capitol building? Of course, but to call it some kind of armed insurrection is ridiculous. A lot of that shit was uh, ginned up by Antifa. There was actual people who were coordinating this event in a rather unique manner. I've seen the video. I've seen people breaking in, breaking windows. I've seen someone with a blowhorn, a female, a matter of fact. So she's a traitor to the United States. They were purposely doing these things to damage our, damage an entire, I would call movement, I guess you could call the Making America Great Again movement. And it would serve no purpose, if you're a logical human being, it would serve no purpose to sabotage any electoral, electoral college vote on that day, except if you were actually trying to sabotage it to keep the uh, to uh, put in Joe Biden. So it would make no sense if you were a, I don't know, a lukewarm intelligence person if you were on the side of MAGA to do that. Now you saw many of the events where they were walking through the velvet ropes, blah blah blah. There were plenty of idiots in, the, in that crowd. Don't get me wrong. You can call them trespassers or whatever, but it was hardly an armed insurrection and it wasn't about white rage. That general's a piece of crap for that. That alone tells me how stupid he is. And oh, by the way, last summer, right around, right after the George Floyd event, where this whole situation pivoted from COVID to racial divide, quite tellingly, if you paid any attention whatsoever, Mark Milley, Mark Esper, and William Barr, all three stood against the president to tell him, no, 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 we can't have, uh, we can't declare an insurrection, we can't deploy uh, boots on the ground to stop these riots in all these cities. We had over 35 cities have riots, burnings, deaths, $2 billion worth of damage. And to be frank about it, no one gave a damn. Except probably the president, who actually said, why can't I get any fucking uh, fucking support? Which is a valid point. Why couldn't he get any support? Oh, because they didn't want him to do anything to stop this stuff. Now, there are people out here that say, Oh no, you should never respond with the violence. It isn't about responding violently. It's about putting putting a show of force on the ground. And causing the people to stand down from their stupidity, which they did. They killed 18 people. 
They killed a, a, a 77-year-old man named David Dorn in St. Louis. Shot him in cold blood over a fucking TV set. I watched that video more than once. With a guy being ho- hovering over him and saying, Come on, OG. Come on, OG. He was a captain in the, uh, uh, in the St. Louis Police Force for like 30 years. And he was in retirement. And he was called out of retirement. And he was trying to make a little money on the side. And what did we do? He got killed because of some guy up in Minneapolis who was passing a fake $20 bill, who was high on fentanyl, who interacted with a dumbass officer, who because he kneeled on his back, according to his training, the guy wound up dying. Now there were three other officers there that could have called an ambulance, but they didn't. I don't know if they're stupid, retarded, or both, but whatever the case may be, they didn't do their job right. They didn't kill George Floyd. George Floyd probably killed himself over and over again throughout his lifetime, to be frank about it. He did it through his actions and his uh, his choices. But that doesn't mean that he wasn't also being hijacked by people like from the CCP shipping in fentanyl or his uh, uh, or the fact that he never got the opportunity to, to succeed in life. That was probably driven more by his, by his uh, upbringing and what he was told and fed by the U.S. media which are a bunch of garbage human beings themselves. I've never seen so many betrayers to the United States of America that have positions of power anymore. It's re- it's a repugnant and repulsive situation. And I didn't really want to go down that road on a rant, but I am I am appalled by many of these things. This broadcast is, is going to be pretty long. I've... Uh, you know, I've gotten to the point where I, I realize that uh, there there's very little that cannot be, that can be said to overstate the situation we are in. We are at DEFCON two in this country. For those who don't know, we're not at DEFCON one. We're not at war, and it is. And I'm not trying to gin that up. Just make that clear. What I'm saying is, is you better be prepared because what's coming next is not something this country's ever seen in its history. And it's being driven by assholes like Mark uh Mark Milley who are pieces of garbage. They are nothing there you shall not if you have any common sense about you do not respect the generals in charge of the United States military anymore or admirals. They've all betrayed their country all for money or power or compromised if you work in D.C. and you're pulling the strings on this entire charade, I, I have no, I have no sympathy for you anymore because you've done so much damage to this country. You're, you're repulsive. You can blame Trump all you want. You can stick, you can call out his bad tweets and all his, his bloviations and stuff like that. Fair enough, you can get that. You can get those little jive in. That's what criticism is about. That's what this critical race theory crap is too. It's all about critiquing the entire American experience. It's about bringing us down to the level of dogs. We are the most accepting country on this fucking planet. If you ever come here, you can make it. It's possible. It has been possible. The reason why we've been destroyed or why we've lost our moral center has been driven by people like George W. Bush, Barack Hussein Obama, 
William Jefferson Clinton, Hillary Rodham Clinton, and a host and host of others. So many that it's just, the list is just endless. These people destroyed, manipulated, steal, lie, contort, do whatever it takes to get what they want. They're so repulsive to everything that I... They, they all deserve what whatever comes to them. I'm not making any presumption, but I can tell you this: they 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 are they are part and parcel to all the the evil that goes on in this world, and it, it, it must be just it must be it's amazing it must be amazing to walk through their day and know that they are responsible and guilty for the treasure they've uh, exploited. And blown on bullshit. And the lives they've lost. American lives. And foreign lives. Causing war and destruction. But they did it to exploit us. They exploited American people. They exploited the good nature of America. We are a melting pot. When We used to think we are a melting pot. Did we have problems? Yes. All nations do. And oh by the way. Some of our supposed allies. Like the British Empire so to speak have been hijacking us for hundreds of years, uh, last 150 years, ever since the Civil War, matter of fact. Remember, they were allied with the South. The South were globalists. They wanted to expand the slave trade. They wanted to do lots of uh, interesting deals and wanted to, uh, they were being used too by the British Empire because the British Empire still wanted to control America. They still wanted to expand their power. And so... There's been this tug of war going on, and it, it is quite fascinating that you know we had a guy named uh, uh, Christopher Steele who was a British agent, an MI6, who happened to uh, concoct this entire uh, Russia, Russia, Russia deal for against Trump. So you start trying to connect some dots there, and that they also uh, included in a guy from Australia who. Uh, I forget what his name is off the top of my head, but he was used as a, a cutout, and he was used to, to hijack George Papadopoulos, which I don't have any sympathy for, George, but, you know, I'm not I'm not criticizing him. And like I said, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but the fact is, is we've had so much bullshit pushed down our throat, and so much of it is just lies and manipulation and deceit. And it hides the greater objective that what they're trying to do is destroy this entire country. So I hope many Americans out there get real wise real quick. Because if you do not get real wise real quick, you will not have a country. And just a, just a sample of why you need to get real wise real quick. In about 90 seconds, you're going to hear about, hear about John McAfee. One of his last, I guess one of his last interviews, at least one of many last interviews he had before he... Uh, he uh, was uh, uh, suicided just recently. Um, so here, I'll go ahead and just play it. I had friends in the U.S. Embassy in Belize. I knew what was coming down. I'm not stupid. I had arranged with the head of security. I was going to come in. He said, sir, we have it from the highest authority. We are not to allow you entry into the U.S. Embassy. Understand me. Who was the highest authority of the State Department? Hillary Clinton. I'm an American citizen with a f***ing American passport. I'm sorry. I'm not wanted in America. I've got no crimes in America. Is it not a reason to say, I don't think I'm going to vote for you? And yet you're here now. For a month and a half, I was on the run. The reason that the government wanted to collect me 
was that after they had raided my property in 2012 in the jungle, shot my dog, abused me, destroyed a half million dollars worth of my property over a bogus charge, I was pissed off. And so I, I donated uh, to many secretaries within the government laptop computers, really nice ones, that were preloaded with viral spyware. Within a week, the entire government computer system was in, under my control. I was watching, monitoring, listening. I was looking for information that they had set me up for that raid. I didn't find that. I did find out that the Minister of National Defense was the largest drug trafficker in all of Central America, and the Minister of Immigration, the largest human trafficker. We don't want to get killed by them either, so we're probably not going to that. That's fine. That's fine. So there he is in about 90 seconds telling you exactly what he did. And he found out a few things. He didn't find out what he was looking for, but he did make it very clear that uh, he found out who was running drugs and who was uh, doing human trafficking. And oh, one of the biggest problems we have currently is a, a southern border invasion that's being kicked off by the Biden administration. Joe Potato Biden is, is not running our country, but he's he's basically just a puppet. And he, oh, basically he is a puppet. Um, he's a Chinese puppet. And he's dancing to whatever tune they tell him to dance to. And the people that are leading him around by the hand are just abusing him because they're running. we're not being run by him. He just goes out and says a few lines. If you watch the crazy that comes out of his mouth all the time, I mean, he's, he's getting worse and worse. His dementia is just very evident. You'd have to be retarded to not understand it. He is not functioning on any cylinders He's not functioning on eight cylinders. He's not even functioning on four cylinders. Guy has completely lost it. And the media just keeps on, you know, giving him a bypass. Even when he criticizes them. He criticized them last week, you know. He, 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 uh, he's letting out his anger. He, he shifts, he alters his speech patterns. He's calling, you know, he, he, he made it a big deal about you know any any pushback against his government. He is an illegitimate president. He's a traitor. He's a part of the whole cabal. He's been a part of the cabal for forty years plus. Matter of fact, he he was actually starting the cabal in nineteen I think nineteen seventy three. Hillary Rodham Hillary Rodham Clinton or whatever or it was just Hillary Rodham then. So she was on the commission that was about Nixon at that particular moment in time. So that's where she got her starts. A uh, start at matter of fact, she got she got fired from that because of the way uh, she was providing her legal uh, uh, information against Nixon. Nixon, for all his flaws, and he had many, he also had some you know, upside. Uh, was being you know put up on a hoisted up on his petard. Because uh, the Democrats are all about, you know, being victims and blaming everybody else. If you're a Democrat at this point, you are you you need to really start rethinking your political philosophies, like immediately. If you're an actual Democrat, if you're a communist or a Marxist, well, there's no hope for you. I don't know what what you're doing with yourself, but you're gonna you're gonna find out the hard way, I guess. That's that's usually the way it comes uh, for certain uh, certain folks. And don't worry, you're not the first in line, but you will you will receive whatever just desserts is coming to you. Um, that's just the way life is. Um, I guess the thing is with McAfee now, I don't know much about the dude. 
I do know he's a hell of a genius. You know, antiviral software. Dude's name, I mean, his name is actually on the <laughs> on the software, unlike uh, Mr. Bill Gates, whose uh, uh, greatest, uh, greatest achievement is being really good at legal contracts, probably more than uh, anything he ever uh, con- contributed to software engineering or what have you. I don't think he's probably programmed a line of code since the probably the early 80s if that uh whereas mcafee he was legit and they they already i mean he even told you he's legit so basically he was being ready for extradition on the same day that uh somehow or another he uh he was suicided my my hypothesis because i don't know and i don't have any inside information he, his ego is quite big, and I don't think he, he doesn't sound like a guy who would actually do any of that. He sounds like a guy who uh, was given a choice. In other words, someone showed up at the door and said, Hey, let me see. We're, either I'm going to do it to you, or you can do it to yourself. Now, however that worked out, I don't know. But I, I certainly, I don't think it was, uh, we will never know. Because, you know, the Spanish will cover for him. It seems like that's the next place where uh, there's certain places around the world where uh, you can probably get away with doing a lot of crap on the uh, on the uh, corrupt level that there there is. And I'm sure Julian Assange is out there. Probably has heard about this. I'm sure uh, Ghislaine Maxwell knows about this too. Those are the two big ones out there that are probably getting ready to be uh, done away with. Epstein. So, anyway, I'm sorry I got off on a rant here, but this is going to be a long broadcast, and I already knew that. So, one of the bigger things that we're uh, facing down the bullet is that we have a multi-level plan that's being going to be started against the United States. Because, or has been, it's been ongoing. Because all this COVID-19 and racism bullshit is just... It's pointless, like I said. And uh, Mike Adams, who uh, actually runs Brighteon, had a, has a pretty good uh, analysis of this. I'm going to jump right in. Uh, uh, it's going to be quite a long clip, but I'll go, let it go from there. I'm not going to start at the very beginning. I'm going to just see where, we'll see where it starts, and we'll go from there. Bring the, rest the rest of this, of this hour. hour. i got a lot of bombshell news for you that has been gleaned from sources and many interviews that I've been doing each week uh, that you you may not have seen uh, this information or heard from these guests. But I just want to say, by the way, the guest that Alex just had on, Maj, there from uh, Black Guns Matter, it's so inspiring for me to see a a real leader like that extraordinary man. And he's he's teaching people, he's inspiring people. And I completely agree with the philosophy that he just mentioned, the solutionary philosophy, which is that every citizen, every law-abiding citizen in America should know how to, how to achieve good nutrition, how to do emergency medicine, how to handle a grid-down scenario, basic prepping, basic survival, and firearm skills. Every person should know how to defend your loved ones, how to defend your family, how to, how to put on a tourniquet, how to stop bleeding. I mean, I took uh, live firearms uh, medic, what was it, a uh, uh, army medic training course in Texas last year just to do that, stuff and gauze into, into simulated wounds under live fire conditions and so on. Every person should know uh, about radios and comms. 
every person should be ready for what we are about to face. And what I'm going to be sharing with you here today will, I think, underscore why that's the case. But I'm just, I'm really, I'm just really inspired. So uh, a big thumbs up to Maj Toure, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. That's the first time I had seen him. I'm glad I was able to kind of uh, join here via video early and listen to him. Uh, I, I even, funny story, I even had a, a left wing, like a, a female liberal person uh, challenge me is like a couple years ago. She was like, aren't you afraid of black men with guns? And I said, are you kidding me? A, a black citizen with a gun who knows how to use it, who's got morals and ethics. Are you kidding me? I want to be by his side. What I'm afraid of is you lunatic leftists who, do, you know, and, and how you think you want to kill everybody that you don't agree with. That's the problem. Not men with guns or black men with guns or white men with guns. It's you know, we are citizens who uphold the rule of law. We are the basis of society. Those of us who have morals, ethics, compassion, knowledge, wisdom, and are looking for solutions to share with others. And that comes down to uh, firearms uh, training for safety and effectiveness in a defensive posture so that we can defend our families against the rising violent crime that leftists are unleashing across this country. So I just wanted to put those comments on the record there. Now, uh, getting to my, my main, the main emphasis of what I'm sharing with you today, I want to thank Alex for inviting me on here today to, to give you the down low on all of this. We are, according to the sources that I've interviewed, and, and I, I, again, I've done, you know, just this year, maybe over 100 interviews at this point. It'll be a couple hundred by the end of the year. Uh, these are experts in medicine, experts in uh, academia of communism, experts who understand the, the military stance of nations like China and Russia, experts in border control and uh, border security. Uh, what else? Experts in uh, microbiology, virology, and so on. I mean, it, it is across the board, but it's en enabled me to put together a picture that is devastating. And, and, and some of the experts that I interview are, are former DEA agents, former DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, you know, former people inside what you might call the swamp who uh, came out of the swamp and are now speaking out to, to try to save America. Let me see if I can encapsulate this correctly. America is about to face an imminent attack by China and possibly aided by elements of certain uh, narco cartels from Mexico and certain elements of Russia. And this, this attack, it, well, it's already underway in terms of the biowarfare that China launched in 2019 against us. You know that, that's COVID, that's the pandemic, and the weapon is the spike protein, not the virus itself, not the viral replication engine. That part, the coronavirus engine, really is harmless. It's the spike protein payload that it carries, which is what's dangerous to people, and that's what they're putting in the vaccines. So as Dr. Peter McCullough has said publicly, to the astonishment of so many people, because he is an acclaimed mainstream Western scientist, well, I should say a, a doctor and an expert in internal medicine, hundreds of published papers, he has said that the purpose of the release of the coronavirus was to drive people to take vaccines. And the vaccines contain the spike proteins. 
The spike proteins are the biological weapons that are designed to maim and kill and cause infertility and depopulation global extermination. Now, that's phase one of the war against the United States. That's just phase one. And let me take a, a quick detour here. I was told by a, a deep state source that reached out to me unsolicited a few weeks ago. I was told by that source. I was also given a warning by that source, but that's another story. I was told by that source that if Joe Biden does not reach 70% vaccine uptake by July 4th among uh, U.S. adults, that the Biden regime will be removed from power by the globalists to be replaced by someone who can achieve the extermination goals of the American people. So kind of goes along with the messaging that he had about, uh, well, if you guys will take the vaccine by July 4th, uh, you know, you can celebrate and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. So you're being set up and hijacked um, by this particular uh, pandemic and the, uh, the vaccine upload into your body. And there's multiple people that have felt this way. Now... Do I have absolute proof of that? No, I do not. And I'm not going to say I do. Um, I'm not going to step out of my comfort zone and or my intellectual ability to know that. Uh, I didn't go very far on the biological front. But, you know, hey, at this point, what am I, what am I really risking anymore? We have people that are running this country that are so crazy that it doesn't really matter what whether what I say um, and whether this broadcast. But yeah, I guess uh, since we're since we're here, we'll uh, we're gonna start with uh, Mr. Joe Biden because hey, he's the one that wants to push this. And I didn't upload the video or uh, capture it, but uh, you can listen to 25 seconds of uh, Joe Biden talk about things. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? Yeah, he sounds like he's really sane, right? I don't know if anybody, they... There's liberals that are still stuck in the uh, stuck in the loop that, uh, oh, what about Trumpism? It's like, you know, since Trump isn't currently president, you probably can just, you know, sh shift your blame to somebody else like him. He doesn't sound like he, um, I mean, if Trump would have talked that way, let's just, since liberals like the, if Trump would have said that exact same little clip, they'd, been caught, they'd be calling for the 25th Amendment right then and there. They spend an entire day or entire night. He wouldn't. They would just keep on doing it until they could get what they wanted. So, this uh, this whataboutism that they pull off, or they try to pull off, or you're trying to pull off, doesn't work very well when the very people that, that constantly are trying to hold one per, one particular person to account for all the sins of the United States of America, while you ignore all this other stuff, really tells me a lot about who you are as a person because it means that you're a you're not a critical thinker b you you, you obviously have a mindset that says you know uh u.s bad global good 
It means that all you care about is power and getting uh, policy decisions made. And you want to criticize anybody who, who thinks otherwise. See, I can understand Trump has his, had all his flaws. He did. He had lots of flaws. But so a very, you could say everything about, anything you can say about Trump, you can say multiple times over about all the other presidents that have been in recent history. And they did far, far worse. They bombed people on a regular basis. Created an entire war. If you look at the body count of Trump, if you want to call it a body count, and of course everybody will blame him for all the pandemic. Well, you know what? Uh, you you think you think what happened under Trump was bad? Think about where it came from. Think about the people who were involved in it. We were involved in it. Just so you know, just to uh, give you a heads up, if you're out there listening, any liberals, the. The pandemic was uh, triggered by Fauci and his funding of gain of function over in China. And Peter Daszak was his cutout to do, go ahead and do some of that stuff. Who was involved with Xi Jinping or whatever her name is, the bat lady, since 2003. So this was a well-orchestrated and a long-running long initiative to, to, to do what it, they did. And they picked the right time. And they wanted to do I'm I'm going to even go one step further. This is going to blow a lot of people's mind. What if the whole 2016 election was to step 2020? What if the 2016 election was was purposely rigged uh, for Trump so that they'd have had the mechanism to take out take out the United States, whether it be Russia or China or other enemies? What if it was a surprise? What if it was rigged that way? And then they also rigged the 2020 election against Trump. What better way to set up the entire American people to, to be against each other than to rig two elections back-to-back in such uh, uh, unique manners? The first one was a subtle way because Hillary Clinton obviously thought she was going to win by a landslide. She stopped campaigning in October. They dropped the October surprise with uh, the release of uh, Trump's... Uh, uh, grab them by the pussy comment and all that other shit that went on so she didn't even bother campaigning the last like 10 to 10 10 days to two weeks she didn't go to wisconsin she didn't go to i don't think she ever went to wisconsin and she cut down her campaign trail quite a bit and then she winds up getting hijacked and she and she wonders why kind of makes you wonder maybe there were other forces at hand that were saying you know what? What would really, really make this interesting? Instead of handing handing off the power regime to Clinton, and then have her gradually slow boil the pot to get the Americans on board with this climate change great reset agenda, wouldn't it be interesting to hijack her and then spend four years destroying Trump? Because heck, it would be a lot easier that way. The media is all on board with that, and they did that. I just think that's a that that's a unique hypothesis that hasn't been explored by anybody. So literally, Trump lost 2016, but he won 2020. So that's the hypothesis. So just put that in your uh, put that in your back pocket for anybody who's listening. Um, so anyway, uh, we're going to continue on with Mike Adams here. This is, this why is what- Kamala. And Joe and the Democrats are pushing so aggressively to try to reach the 70 percent number. And I just checked the CDC website. It is currently 56 percent. 
56% uh, of U.S. adults have now received both shots and are, quote, fully vaccinated. So they're not going to hit 70%. In fact, just about everybody that wants to be vaccinated has already been vaccinated. And those who don't want to be vaccinated are not just saying no, they're saying, you know, hell no. And by the way, speaking, you know, of black communities in America, because of the guests that Alex just had on, it is black Americans who are far more informed on this issue than the typical white American, for whatever reason, probably having to do with Tuskegee and the history of government experiments, obviously, on on black soldiers and black prisoners and black children and so on. I mean, if you knew the history of medical experimentation on blacks in America, if you knew what I know, you would be astonished. And if, if you're a black American watching this or listening to this, you already know you can never trust the government when it comes to medicine and coercion and injecting you with something. You can never trust the government when it comes to gun control. You can never, I mean, the black community knows that you can't trust the FBI either. And look at what the FBI did to black Americans over the last half century or so, but I'm not even gonna go down that road. That's a, that's a whole nother show. The point is Biden is going to fail by July 4th. And according to what I've been told, Biden's going to be removed. Not immediately, not July 5th but that things will be set into motion to remove him from power. And I don't know if it includes Kamala or not. I suspect it does. I suspect that Biden and Kamala may be gone before the end of this year. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but that's what I've been told is going to happen. Now, when we come back after this break, I'll give you more information about what's coming for America. I'm Mike Adams. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. It is more important than ever that we the people form friendships and um, bonds between people of different races and, and colors and, and uh, male and female and, and even, even different religions because they are trying, they the globalists are trying to weaken the United States and soften us up with an induced race war. And in order to achieve the race war, they have to invoke mass hatred among the people. They have to turn us against each other. You know this, you, you, you've heard this uh, here on InfoWars many times. It's more important than ever to realize that if you feel a sense of hatred rising in yourself, because the media is pushing hatred, that, oh, these, these white people did something to these black people, or these black people did something to these white people, or Puerto Rican people, or, or whatever the case may be, or these Asian people were victimized by these people. You got to realize that's all trying to get you to invoke hatred, to hate each other, because they need internal chaos in order to weaken the response when they plan the invasion. Yes, I'm talking about an invasion of the United States of America through the southern border. I have specific intel from multiple sources that indicates an invasion is in the planning. We don't know the timeline. But we do know the sequence of events that are planned to soften up America. And we know that the journo terrorists, which I consider to be the New York Times, CNN and so on, you know, the, the left wing media, they are journo terrorists. Their job is to create fear, hysteria and internal division and chaos in preparation for the invasion of the United States of America. And by the way, uh, Governor Newsom of California, I've been told, is planning a land invasion of communist Chinese troops in the ports of California with his permission. And according to my sources, he has stockpiled weapons and uh, uh, physical gold too, by the way, 
where do you think a lot of the, the tax surplus goes in California? It uh, gets laundered through Chinese companies. Governor Newsom, for example, uh, back in 2020, sent a billion dollars to a Chinese electric vehicle car company, and he claimed it was for buying masks for COVID. Well, the masks never showed up, and the media was told to stop talking about it. Well, where did the billion dollars go? Guess what? It came back. Came back to Newsom's, you know, mafia members in the form of maybe some crypto used to buy gold, ammunition, firearms, weapons to pay off bribes, you name it. That's what's happening in California. It's a giant criminal cartel. And they do plan to have Chinese troops land in California and start occupying and taking over America. But let me lay out what I've been told is going to happen before that. Number one, there will be cyber warfare attacks on the United States. Now, those of you who are listening to this, watching this inside the deep state yourself, uh, in the intelligence community, in the FBI, wherever you work, in the State Department, uh, I, I know that you monitor uh, InfoWars for Intel because sometimes your own departments don't tell you what's happening, whereas people like myself have contacts outside of your circles that actually know what's going to happen. So he, here's, here's what you need to understand is that, that you who think, you think the threat against America is white people for some reason. You think the threat against America is Christians or conservatives or gun owners. You need to recalibrate rapidly because the real threat against America is communist China and the collaborators with China, such as Governor Newsom and maybe 30 to 40 other governors across America that are taking money from China as well as U.S. senators and other lawmakers that are taking money from China. Let's not even get into Hunter Biden's uh, hard drives and laptop and Joe Biden's deals with China and so on. You, you need to realize the enemy of America is not the people who love America. The enemy of America is those who hate America and want to destroy it and occupy it. China is facing famine. China cannot feed its 1.4 billion people. China is silencing, arresting, and in some cases, executing their own internal economists who are reporting grain shortages because China can't feed itself. China's buying up desperately corn and soy and wheat on the world market in record numbers and beef, anything to keep their population fed. China needs America's farmland in order to continue to expand its economic power and keep its people fed and avoid a massive uprising that would overthrow the communist regime from within. So, so I just want to say that again. China needs America's farmland. In order to take over America's farmland, China needs America to destroy itself from within. They will augment this effort through cyber attacks on the power grid. They will attempt to take down the grid, take down the pipelines, take down the energy infrastructure. They will launch economic warfare against the United States. Another wave of a biological warfare agent, which will be a high kill rate a bioweapon that makes COVID look like a walk in the park, by the way. Uh, on top of this, we have absolute confirmation. In fact, Customs and Border Patrol has confirmed this. China has been shipping in and staging weapon systems to be used by their agents who are already located inside the United States upon activation to fight a war inside the United States for them to mass murder American mayors, uh, governors, if they can, you know, governors who aren't on their payroll, uh, military people, patriots, leaders, whoever, 
they want mass murder, and they have smuggled into the United States uh, full auto AK-47 weapons, RPGs, mobile mortars, which I believe are 60 millimeter mortars. And remember, RPGs can take out uh, uh, helicopters, aircraft, vehicles, and so on, uh, including some military targets. Well, quite a few military targets. And then I just got intel after I, I did an interview yesterday that there is a Russian group that is paying Mexican uh, narco cartels to smuggle Russian weapons across the border into the into the United States to be staged at certain locations awaiting activation. And by activation, what I mean is at some point they're going to get the order to activate their people who are here, go grab the weapons. They've even got uniforms stashed there. They've got vehicles and comms equipment in addition to uniforms and the weapons I mentioned. And then they're going to go on a mass murder spree and try to take over regions of America, create a beachhead, and then start landing Chinese troops in California and flooding troops in from the southern border. So did you get all that? Uh, yeah. Should it, should it not surprise you that Russia and China would work together and that both of them have you know considerable resources and ample reasons to do this? This has been their objective for the last hundred years, particularly um, the Russian Empire uh, and the Chinese Empire. Russians taught the Chinese back in the 1920s. They were the ones who started educating them in the Marxist uh, philosophies. Uh, Mao Zedong actually attended uh, university. Uh, pretty much everybody in China attended uh, Russian universities, and they brought their brought the ideology back over to China and. China just used a different uh, different flavor of the same thing. You know, it's all about totalitarianism. It's all about taking over, uh, unsubjugating people. Um, they'll use whatever means necessary. And we have complicit leaders in, in the United States of America, business leaders, D.C., Wall Street, education, Every every aspect of American society has been infiltrated to the deepest levels that you can possibly imagine. I sit here in Purdue University, near Purdue University, and I see about 5,000 Chinese students walk around this campus. Uh, not all at once, obviously, but I see them predominantly, especially over the summertime. They stay here. They're in, and they uh, when they're staying here, what do you think they're doing? They're not all just learning about stuff. They're actually going into these buildings and probably getting access to uh, to high highly important research on various parts of this campus, whether it be science, uh, all kinds of scientific research. Purdue is one of the top research uh, research uh, universities in the country, along with Harvard and probably uh, Johns Hopkins and Duke in North Carolina. And Cal Berkeley, etc., etc., etc. There's plenty of them out there. Um, the reason why this is important is these, like he mentioned, was uh, staging areas. So they're staging in major metropolitan areas, and they're staging in major universities, and they're using these places to deploy their their spies. I see them here. They, you can tell, you can cert, you can certainly tell. By the amount of affluence and by their motivations, they don't interact with American people. They're not interested in in, in, in uh, what you would call it, uh, melding or molding into American society. We have the most open society on this earth. 
we have had that open society. The problem is, is we've had an incredible amount of poison, thanks to education, ideology, uh, indoctrination, thanks to a lot of women who are highly delusional, who think all this thing is, they think this country just exists on, 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 on racism. God, they've created so much pain for this entire country. They are complicit, and many of them are absolutely guilty. And of course, they'll say, well, I didn't know any better. No, but you never used any critical thinking skills. This is why you don't teach. This This is the reason why you don't just uh, shove facts in kids' uh, faces. You ha- uh, When I say facts, you can't just shove leftist facts in, in people's faces. You're supposed to use critical thinking skills to analyze and take, it, uh, take into account uh, situations and, and have a broad perspective on things and not be so critical of any one particular aspect of it too. I I am all for having using critical thinking skills but not to but not to be used for uh what you call it absolute criticism. That's what most people can't seem to grasp is that at some point you have to accept that the past is the past and it's important to understand how we've evolved from that past and how we were a, up to about 20 years ago, probably a very, very uh, 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 decent and actually probably a, a very uh, a, a well-accustomed-to-each-other society. We have come a long way as a nation, but we've always had these, uh, these forces on a daily basis trying to undermine us. And what's, what's the problem is... Once we gave China uh, uh, trade deals and stuff like that, they've undermined us. And we've had poisonous assholes who have taken hundreds of millions of dollars, or if not billions of dollars, and stuffed it in their bank account and been draining our treasury and draining the, the populace of their savings, of their homes, of their livelihoods, and destruction of property, destruction of their lives. Everybody in Washington, D.C. better realize that you you have enacted acts of treason against the entire populace. So I'm, I'm, I am of the mindset that I don't really care what you say anymore. I don't care what comes out of your mouth. I don't care what comes out of Wall Street. I don't care what comes out of the mainstream media. You're all a bunch of traitors. And that's the reason why. And, and if you think that I'm the problem, no. I was the one who supported and defended the Constitution in the United States of America. I actually signed up for the military. I signed up for a reason. I'm not saying I did a great job. No, I didn't. I did what I could. I did what I could at the time. You know, I didn't exactly uh, wow anybody, uh, but I tried. That being said, at least I understood the concept of what was going on. I don't think many of those people that sit in D.C., who are highly critical of the entire populace, and don't get it, don't get it twisted that uh, that it's all about white people. Actually, they don't care about any of you. They don't care about anybody. They don't care about black people. They don't care about white people. They don't care about orange people. They don't care about Asian people. They don't care about anybody who's here. They don't. All they care about is what their money is, as long as someone's paying them. And then right now, they're just all they're doing is priming us so that they can take us over. Uh, and those people on DCs that are fools will reap what they sow. 
you know what they'll they'll get backstabbed and then they'll then they'll run for help then they'll be like oh my god you have to help us now we're on your side these people are just so morally evil there's no moral moral compass whatsoever all they are is a narcissist and psychopaths that's it they're just cluster b personality disorders who who have managed to rise to the level of agency heads and and work inside the government and they think they're all fat dumb and happy and now they're they're like ooh, i got so much power let me exploit it they don't even know what's coming or if they do know what's coming they don't care they're like oh we can work with them we just want to get rid of all these people in the middle of the country because we live on the coast and we think we're superior to everybody don't worry the chinese will take care of you too and the russians will too Thanks a lot, idiots. You just destroyed your entire... You just destroyed your... You just killed the goose that laid the golden egg and you don't even realize it. Um, That's just me ranting. Let's play more of a Mike Adams' interview. So when, so when I, I say, say that, that you need, you to, need be to be ready, ready for, for war, war, you need to be need ready, ready to defend, to defend your, your nation, nation against, against foreign, foreign invaders. invaders, I'm not joking. I am not joking. This, this is coming. Now, there's a publication called The Drive, thedrive.com that has done a great job documenting this mysterious stealth drone that was spotted over Tucson, Arizona. It was chased by a Customs and Border Protection helicopter, as well as a Tucson police helicopter. Uh, This drone, according to my sources, was a Chinese-built custom drone. It was able to climb and fly into 14,000 feet altitude, and it was moving over 100 miles an hour, not battery-powered. This is an exotic stealth drone. They could not even see it with night vision equipment. They were trying to chase it with their helicopters and couldn't keep up, and they lost it. The drone was hovering over the Kinder Morgan natural gas infrastructure in Tucson and also monitoring the Davis-Monthan Air Force Base with thermal cameras in order to uh, get a pattern of activity at that Air Force Base. This is one drone of hundreds of Chinese-made stealth drones that are currently operating in the United States. This has all been documented even by the FBI. The FBI uh, put in a report on this. The Tucson police put in a report. They were baffled by this. They had never seen anything like it. My sources say this drone was launched from Mexico, flew to Tucson, as, it, as they are, there are hundreds of these deployed across the country that are monitoring critical infrastructure. Kinder Morgan handles over 40% of the natural gas uh, distribution pipelines in the United States. They are targeting the energy infrastructure. Okay. Now, uh, I've got one more segment ahead after this upcoming break. And in that segment, I'll give you additional details about this threat that's coming and also how we can prepare against this threat. This is a very real threat. And those of you who think you're in the deep state, you think you're going to win? No. Believe me, there's a communist out there with a bullet with your name on it. They want to kill you as much as they want to kill us. If America is to survive, we're going to have to work together and defend this nation. I'm Mike Adams. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay tuned for the conclusion of this information. All right, this is Mike Adams here with the final segment today, gonna give you more information about preparing for the eventual attempted invasion of the United States of America by foreign troops. Now, another way that the globalists think they may be able to achieve this is by provoking an uprising response in the United States from armed citizens and then begging for United Nations intervention and then landing U.N., quote, peacekeeping troops in the United States. And those U.N. troops might end up 
being, you know, communist Chinese troops. It's just insane at this point. So who knows uh, exactly how that's going to look. But the point is they, they want an uprising and they want people to try to fight the government, which is why we must find a, a, a deeper, stronger truth in this. The government will destroy itself through its own lies if we just give it the opportunity to do so as the truth comes out, for example, in the Maricopa elections. Uh, I don't think that it's a smart move for, uh, for, for the left to try to say that these election audits are, are fraudits or bad, uh, bad audits, bad numbers, because as the truth comes out, it's going to completely discredit them. And it's going to show that the election was in fact stolen, starting with Arizona and then moving to Georgia and Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, and so on. This should result in a peaceful uprising, not an armed uprising, but a peaceful uprising where people are expressing their First Amendment, expressing the truth about how our democracy has been stolen, how it was rigged with the help of foreign enemies, including China and other enemies of the United States, by the way. But we must keep this peaceful because they want violence. They want violence. Remember what Biden just said. He said that, oh, the only way you're going to overthrow the government is, is with uh, F-15s and maybe nuclear weapons. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. Um, contrast that to the narrative uh, of leftists and the Biden administration, which says, gosh, they were almost overthrown by a mob of unarmed people on January 6th who crossed the barriers into the Capitol building and were hanging out taking selfies. That, that, that almost overthrew the entire country right there. But now it's like, no, you got to have F-15s and you got to have nuclear weapons, Biden says. Well, so that just exposes the hypocrisy. But I, I've got news for Biden. Uh, the enemies of America don't need nukes. All they need is computers because everything is vulnerable to cyber warfare attacks. And what we've seen so far with the attacks on the Colonial Pipeline and what was it, JBS uh, meat processing plants and the New York uh, transit system, subway control systems in New York City and so on, these were just probing attacks. They're not the real attack. They're just probing attacks. And there's much more coming. And the entire United States power grid is vulnerable to these cyber warfare attacks, including attacking uh, natural gas generation facilities. Uh, coal plants and transportation and banking that is necessary to supply fuel to the, the power generation plants in order to power, you know, everything that we come to depend on. So getting to solutions, number one solution, as I said, do not think that any sort of armed uprising or any sort of violence is going to be the answer here. It's not. We have to have patience with this process of vetting the election results and we have to be prepared to survive famine, uh, a down power grid. We've got to survive attempts at gun confiscation. We've got to survive another wave of a bioweapon that's going to be unleashed against us. So among the things that I believe every American needs to be doing right now is, number one, you need some kind of a solar generator, which just means solar panels and a battery and an inverter. There's all kinds of brands out there. I don't have any specific recommendation, but... You can get energy from the sun with solar panels It's when, when the grid's down, and you can use that energy to charge a radio, charge a mobile phone, charge a satellite phone, 
charge a laptop computer, charge a flashlight, charge your night vision goggle batteries or whatever so that you can stay functional. Secondly, you need to grow your own food as much as possible, even hydroponically, if that's all that's available to you, or container gardening, because this is off-grid food. I can assure you that food limits are coming, Venezuela style, in the United States. You will be limited on the amount of food that you can purchase at the grocery store. Food that you grow yourself, I call it off-grid food because it is additional food that the authorities don't know about and they don't need to know about. If you're growing tomatoes and lettuce and cucumbers and, and you know figs or, or whatever, they don't need to know about it. You're staying alive by being self-reliant and growing your own food. Heck, in World War II, the government, uh, what, are they, what are they called? Victory gardens. They encourage people to grow their own food. Today, they treat you like some kind of a criminal for growing your own food. It's crazy. So he's actually getting into solutions there, which is a good idea because, I mean, we can rant and rave about this all the way, all all the time. But I guess, you know, I've been doing it today because I guess I'm in a a highly keyed up uh, environment. Uh, The weather hasn't been too great lately. Uh, I say that it's been raining and depressing to me. So, yeah, after 18 months of... uh, of this craziness going on in America and, and between the impeachment and then thereafter, yeah, anyone's bound to have a have a bad day. So I want to apologize in a little bit at this particular point, but not I'm not apologizing for my words. I'm apologizing for my tone. So he's right. Uh, we we have to be as peaceful as humanly possible. Um, because the media is going to take everything we do out of context. I'm hoping, I'm praying that people in the city would wake up to what's going on around them. But they're the worst ones. Uh, they're the most affected by this propaganda because most of the metro areas are served by big media corporations. They know they go where the people are. You know, just like you said, you have to go where the people are. Uh, that's the reason why uh, you have these major stations, but they also have their satellite stations out in the countryside. That's why you should uh, stop watching mainstream media, um, and you should pass that along to many other people uh, to to disconnect from the entire uh, establishment media because it's all run by the. It's important to know what's going on, but the things that are coming out of these people's mouth anymore is just pure opinion and propaganda. They're not there to inform. They're there to they're there to brainwash people into hating each other. We're Americans. We used to have conversations and have open disagreement and be able to talk things through. We certainly have had that ability for the last I don't know as long as I've been alive. Uh, I remember when you could actually sit around and have those discussions. I remember being in college and talking with people from all over the place. Um, they were foreign nationals, the whole nine yards. It didn't really matter who they were. And we could discuss topics and politics, and we could even discuss, you know, uh, historical facts and historical uh, controversies without any problem. That's called critical thinking. It's called open dialogue. Uh, but that's been shut down because the left doesn't... Did a, here's the thing. Here's, a, here's another flaw in everybody's logic. Everybody thinks that authoritarianism comes from the right. No, authoritarianism is always a leftist, leftist talking point for the, about 95% of the time, I would say. No, nothing's absolute, but for the mo- vast majority of the time, 
authoritarianism as a left leftist ideology because in order to get people uh, to submit to them they have to have control of everybody they have to have the control of their thoughts they have to have control of their belief systems they can have to control their language they control their ability to protect themselves that's why they want to take away the first amendment and the second amendment and they want to take away your uh, rights to due process and your privacy rights they're doing that all of this there's a reason why the Constitution is so vital and, and important to the United States of America and, and in actuality the entire Western world. And I would say the entire world, but there's so many places on this earth where rights are not protected. And I can hear all the criticisms of the certain populace who think that it's a very highly important to criticize every little decision, every little uh, thing. Yes. There is a two-tier justice, but that's being that's being promoted by the D.C. establishment who have done this for years and years and years to destroy this country, to destroy, you know, patriarchy, as they call it, which is just a, a nomenclature for, uh, for Marxism. Uh, this is one of the biggest problems I had with feminism. They didn't understand they, they didn't understand that their end goal is destruction of their very the very own the very comforts of their own lives. They're so retarded that they didn't understand that, you know what? You tear apart the entire nation. Guess what? You're going to be the one that dies too. Everybody nobody wins. They think they're such useful idiots that they thought that they were going to win. You're not going to win if you destroy a nation that you live in. It's retarded. Think about it for like a nanosecond. Just just Put it in perspective. Do you really think it's going to do a very do anybody any good if we can't eat? If we are all suspicious of each other? If we can't work together? If we have the Chinese Communist Party come in and take over this country? How stupid and retarded can you be? Wake the fuck up. Sorry, I'm just... I can't help it. It's, it today I'm just so aggravated by so many things that just... Constantly, and and it has nothing to do with Adams's presentation. It's just it's been building up for months and months and months, and um, but that's just the thing. We have to we have to start trying to figure out a way out of this. And I guess maybe I'm I, I am facing my own uh, uh, situations in that regard. But anyway, I'm gonna try to focus here for a second. So. Here's the thing. They want us to focus on the wrong things. They want us to focus on race, revenge, and rights. And when I buy by rights, they want us to focus on the rights that we're get, going to get suspended very soon here. I'd say within the next uh, 90 days, you're going to start seeing uh, a lot of crazy that's going to go on. I, I, like I said, Biden isn't going to achieve his goal by July 4th. So then they're going to start kicking. They've already, they've already rolled out their... Uh, their uh, attacks on homeland, uh, homeland security has already rolled out their uh, paper about how they're going to attack people who uh, who they've deemed are labeled white supremacists. But that's just a cue. They're just putting you in a queue. In other words, they're starting there first. At first, they come for the white supremacists that they've targeted. Basically, anybody who voted for Trump. Then they're going to come for the people in the inner cities. They're going to come for the gang members. So guess what? Don't worry. They're going to come for all of you. They're going to come for all of us. 
and they're going to use the military and they're brainwashing the military right now and they're i'm sure they they're trying to ascertain how far they have to brainwash the military because it's uh, it's all it is is just majority uh, majority of the mob if you get the majority of the mob in the military to go along with this they'll do anything it's amazing that these kids, of course, they're 18 years old, 18 to 25 years old. They're highly susceptible to brainwashing. That's why they like to get people at that age, because you're you're more con- more conducive to being brainwashed into believing things, especially if you if you're a gullible private. You know, nobody's going to resist or just throw you in a brig. Um, so yeah, that's our problem. When you're run by um, a traitors at the top, you're going to have this kind of stuff. So the next thing is the MSM is going to be designed and operated to keep most normies in the dark and blind, which is not that hard because most normies don't think anything beyond what the mainstream media tells them to think. Um, that goes for Fox too, by the way. That isn't this isn't a this isn't a left right thing in, in regards to that anymore. There is no left right when it comes to the mainstream media, and for the most part, and by the mainstream media, I mean I'm talking anybody who's just uh, let's just say this. They, it's highly politicized. They're pushing agendas. Uh, they push whatever. They push a skewed slant. They don't go into any great detail. In other words, they they take ninety second clips, or they have huge long opinion pieces that they don't uh, provide any facts or information. They just show opinion. Now I know plenty people will say, "Well, today you're doing that." I say, "Yeah," but I said that at the very outset that this is going to be highly opinionated, and I'm going to just. That's what I'm going to do. So, next thing, they want us to keep fighting on issues. Masks, vaccines, which are not safe. And I'll play a segment that I think I'll, I'm going to finish off with that segment here in a second. And lockdowns. They have to keep us fighting amongst each other about it's divide and conquer, divide and conquer. That's all this is, divide and conquer. And when they roll out the next vac- uh, virus or they, uh, they've amped up the re- vaccine uh, they're going to use coercion. They're going to force you to take the vaccine. They're they're basically, this is hell or high water for them. They they want to. This is going to be one of the worst events in human history when it gets when it gets all said and done. That's where I feel this is heading. The worst event in human history, um, because that's what this has been all about. Uh oh. So um, there's going to be. Um, like I said, they have to get the U.S. military cleansed of the mission saboteurs. So they're going to go after the low-ranking patriots who will not carry out the treason against the U.S. population. Um, and Congress, because of Chinese infiltration, will take over the daily operation to carry out this plan. So there was a letter that was sent back in the early early part, very early days of the Biden administration, sent directly to Biden by uh, Kamala Harris and Pelosi, and they were talking about the nuclear uh, football, about, uh, what would you say, having review authority over uh, the the operation of that. It tells you a lot about what they were planning. They are planning all kinds of things in the background, and a lot of people are unaware of this. And I can't possibly know all the things I need to know, but there was a letter that was sent, and it, it has been captured that they they gave uh, Biden some options, so to speak, but Biden probably couldn't even read the damn letter. They're trying to they're trying to take away his nuclear his nuclear power authority, but that isn't because they 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 can't just they can just do that. They're the twenty fifth, 
It's about uh, Congress getting authority to use nuclear weapons against the United States of America. Against, you know, who knows? They probably have some low-level nuclear options that they're willing to t take in order to, quote-unquote, achieve their goal. This is the level of malevolence that these people are willing to, to do. They might just do it against a... Uh, they may do it in a low populous area, but they might just do it against, uh, say, for example, a, a power grid or whatnot to knock out the entire eastern seaboard and western seaboard at the same time and have us all flying in the dark. This is what we have to be prepared for. They're willing to do this against us. This is what our nation has come to. Um, this is the end game. Our allies are few, if any. We know Canada's betrayed us. They won't stand against the uh, Chinese. Um, they're run by a, 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 a basically a commie already in Trudeau, just like his uh, father Pierre. Mexico, uh, they're using Mexico as a staging area to bring in bring in more uh, infiltrators from the uh, the border, uh, whether they be uh, whether they be cartels or Chinese or both. Who knows, it's being highly coordinated. Who knows how that's going to work out. In Australia and England, New Zealand, the Five Eyes uh, group, they're, they're worthless too. Because Australia is run by its bad people. And New Zealand's run by a commie who's already given up to the Chinese. And England is, England's run by Boris Johnson. He's a commie too. They're all a part of the Great Reset propaganda. Germany is a joke. Uh... Yeah, NATO's a joke. They all want to see us destroyed. They're they're, they're not going to they're not going to come out and overtly say that, but they're going to they're going to keep a hands-off approach and they'll say, "Well, the United States can fight its own battles. They're the most powerful military on the earth." Yeah. Except the military is going to be turned in on us. Uh that's the reason why this has been so dangerous. And it, it's amazing they were ramping this up in the fall too, prior to January 6th because they were talking about truth and reconciliation commission so that was coming out of the, the mouth of AOC who's who's nominally the leader of the House of Representatives she may be a fool and a useless idiot but she's a mouthpiece and that's all they needed and she's a pretty face with big boobs and that's all they care about women are so gullible they're such gullible people they'll do anything to get power it tells you what their mentality is like because they're willing to give up anything to get power. They don't care about freedom because they're always worried about security. But they're willing to, they'll sell anybody out. They'll sell out the golden goose that laid the golden eggs just to save their own neck. And that's just, that's just the way I feel about it. So we're going to go back to this playlist and we're going to play about eight minutes of this and then I'll probably close out this broadcast. Welcome, Welcome to, to From Rome, Rome Info, Info Video, video Minds with Alexis Miller, publisher, publisher of FromRome.info, an electronic journal about Rome, the Catholic Church, Italy, Vatican, published from the Eternal City uh, here in Italy. <clears throat> in this episode, I want to talk about um, preparing for uh, the great turmoil that is going to come upon the world in the next few years. So my father was a scientist. He worked in several uh, lab laboratories, uh, government contracts. He um, witnessed firsthand how deeply corrupt the deep state is and how 
much manipulation of the truth goes on for the sake of money. So I was taught from a young man to um, put things to the test. Uh, yes, trust doctors and trust scientists, but put what they say to the test because um, in these fields of study, uh, evidence must be had to support the doctrine presented. And so uh, I thank God uh, for that divine providence and many other graces that led me never to be deceived about the pandemic, except for about one week when I just presumed all the news channels couldn't possibly be lying simultaneously. Uh, but with the help of a, uh, with a heads up from a friend in the United Kingdom, he said, look at the stats. And I had studied statistics for social sciences at the University of Florida as part of my uh, uh, degree in uh, cultural anthropology. And I saw that they, they were lying. The statistics they were presenting were not correct. Oh, 3% were not going to die of this. Not even a half of 1%. And I said that in March of last year, and it's, it, I've turned out to be uh, much more right than most of the authorities, simply by looking at the stats that they were already publishing, what hoping that you wouldn't read. So uh, in this last year, I've learned to uh, discern which scientists are worthy of being listened to, and they base what they say on facts and evidence. And one of them, uh, one of the great ones is the Nobel, French Nobel uh, Prize-winning virologist Montagnier. And he and many others point out the same thing. Uh, vaccines for coronaviruses and, uh, have been attempted before. Coronavirus is not uh, an uncommon uh, virus. All influenza A and influenza Bs that come every winter are coronaviruses. It is one of the least lethal of all viruses. There's really no reason to have a vaccine for it. It can't kill anyone except someone who's already near death's door. And um, when you're near death's door, sitting in the sun an hour can kill you, <laughs> okay? The slightest little thing because your, your life is just hanging by a thread, metaphorically we say in English. Um, and that's a very accurate metaphor. And if you've cared for the elderly, you know that. And it's not coming as a surprise, even though that doesn't take away the sadness. But everywhere, every time they have attempted to develop a vaccine for coronavirus, the case study using different species of animals that are close to us, either metabolically or genetically, the animals have all died. And they stopped the experiments because they, they were killing all their test animals. And uh, before the scandemic, scientists had a very high ethical standard. And why did the animals die? Some died when they got the shot. But most of them died when they got infected by another coronavirus. And this is called uh, antibody priming and is a known phen phenomenon. Those making these vaccines know these vaccines will kill you. They know science. They're not stupid. When you spend billions of dollars to build a factory to produce vaccines, you have enough scientists to know that antibody priming will kill you. And we have to face the reality of what's going on, that this is the intention. The intention is to exterminate humanity. Somewhere around uh, nearly 2 billion people, I hear it say, have been vaccinated. Now, according to Montagnier, anyone who has taken these vaccines that prime your immune system to react excessively the next time you run into a coronavirus, these all will be dead in two years. In the next two years, we will see 2 billion people die on Earth. 
If you're in a state like some of my relatives where 85% of the people are vaccinated, everyone on your street will be dead except you who haven't taken it and the others who haven't taken it. And uh, as an anthropologist, I, I feel um, strongly motivated to tell you also as a friar that you now you have to start preparing yourself spiritually for this. Because some people are going to uh, be so shocked by it that they're going to lose their minds. They're going to lose their faith. They're going to ask, where is God? And why did not God not prevent it? But you know, when a man throws him off the, uh, himself off a cliff, is God obliged to stop the laws of gravity to prevent him from dying from it? Uh, anyone with a brain had enough time to examine the scandemic and see that it was false. As Christians, we're obliged to test everything to see if it's true or not and hold fast only to what is good. If in a year you didn't practice that and you went and ran off to get the jab so that you could go traveling or not get offended or do something like that, you're an idiot and you're a coward and you don't live according to the truth. Truth doesn't mean anything to you. You haven't even spent 15 minutes on YouTube. And um, if you live that way, you cannot find God. You cannot arrive at heaven. Because heaven isn't an automatic uh, destination, uh, a golf course that you get membership to if you die, like the falsehoods taught after the council. See, before the council, Catholics were buried in a mass dressed in black because it was sad and doubtful. Uh, not doubtful, but uncertain that one was saved or not. It is uncertain. Only God knows, and by revelation, only we can know that. Although, if someone dies of the signs of faith, we can have some comfort or maybe sometimes special signs and uh, God will give us so there you go I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this uh, broadcast uh, with that um, I know it's difficult I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that fact that we need to prepare for a host of things coming down the road I know this has uh, been a very negative broadcast. I know a lot of people say, oh, this is all conjecture. Well, of course it is. But lots of things were conjecture even in the, in the days of uh, the rise of Nazism. It happened. We had 50 million or 75 million people, I think it was uh, the final total of casualties of World War II. And at that time, we only had a population of around 2 billion people on the face of the earth. So we're talking about roughly, you know, three to five percent of, uh, of humanity were were annihilated uh, and injured, and that's those are the that's the casualties. That's not all the people who faced the entire war. So this is this isn't just some uh, this, this isn't some figment of my imagination. This has happened before. Wars happen. Wars, uh, wars are triggered by a host of things. World War One was triggered by an assassination. Just one guy died. Well, it was triggered, but a host of uh, actions happened prior to that. So we all have to be aware of things that come, and we all have to be aware that these things can always um, engulf us in our society. So make yourself mentally prepared. Work on things you can control which is like your food, your water, 
uh, your communications, whatever ones you can, people in your circle that you can uh, care about and trust, um, pray, get close to God, find a way to uh, believe in yourself and others. God bless the United States of America. God save the world. <laughs>